Hi, I'm Nicole. And I'm Shereen. And you're listening to Oh Lord, Here We Go Again, where we discuss hot topics, current events, and break down the Bible from a millennial perspective. So whether you're like me, who knows nothing about pop culture but loves the news and reads the Bible, or you're like me, who's opinionated on hot topics, unsure about religion, and on a spiritual journey using crystals and sage, then this podcast is for you. Sup, guys. (laughs) This is (laughs) your hostess with the mostest. That was so awkward. I'm sorry. That was awkward. Anyways. All right. We're back on track now. We are focused. (laughs) So. All right. Talk. I want you to talk about your little personal training thing you've been telling me about. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. I think that I want to become a certified personal trainer or if not certified, just a personal trainer because. So here's the thing, guys. You give me your feedback after you listen to this episode. Send us DMs, emails. Tell me what you think. So here's what's going on. I personally am like, whenever I think of personal trainers, I think of those, you know, like either super slim, super fit, yeah, you know, just over the top people who are like, they look at me and they're like, all right, we're going to start you off with 10 Mm pushups, 50 squats, super intense. And even if they're like, all right, we're going to let you do, you know, modified pushups. It's still sometimes more extreme than the average I sit at a computer all day person can do and then they're and they expect you to they expect you to do it and to push through and then you feel bad when you can't achieve that yeah so like I felt those struggles Mm -hmm. I continue to feel like I'm going on a cycle of those struggles and yet I am more fit even though I'm not super skinny I'm actually fit like my muscles work right I you know all that kind of stuff like that sounds weird. They work, but like I can do push-ups no, and yeah, crunches, I and like I can do all the exercises without needing to be super slim. So Which I was like, people need to realize that you just because somebody is slim does not mean that they have a lot of muscles or that they're, they're in yeah in shape. they're exactly. in shape. Like exactly. that means nothing. nothing. <laughs> so that's what I was thinking. I would love to train people mm-hmm. who won't be intimidated because I understand their struggles. And so I can make exercising a more palatable experience. Cause no, unless you're, you know, one of those people who just loves to be in the gym, it's not going to be great for you, but that doesn't mean it has to be horrible either. You know what I mean? Yeah. You would make it like enjoyable. Yes. And I'm very motivational and Mm -hmm. someone actually, you know, just for fun, a coworker, I've been encouraging her. We've been doing stuff together. I showed her how to do like a plank and like every time, you know, we we do the stuff. And she actually asked, like, she's like, how much would you charge me to be my trainer? Mm -hmm. And I was like, I (laughs) don't do that. But (laughs) it made me think because I wanted to get certified for myself so that way I could give myself exercises. So now I'm kind of thinking maybe I should do this because I'm sure that there are people out there who would want someone who doesn't make them feel like crap that they can't yeah i i personally would because for me like whenever i i look at myself and then i look at a lot of personal trainers i'm very intimidated i'm Mm -hmm. like they're not gonna understand like they're just not gonna understand the pain that i feel or it's not me trying to make excuses it's that i'm like in actual pain that i cannot do anymore exactly um so that would be actually very beneficial for you to try and enter that market i'm sure some people will take you like as a joke like they'll be like okay really because you're not chiseled yeah but that yeah idea needs to kind of fade away from exactly because fitness is not about 
body size it's about ability mm-hmm. and so you know just like you have boxing coaches who the, mike tyson's boxing coach didn't look like mike tyson he wasn't like super fit he right. couldn't beat mike tyson up but he still knew what to do to get mike tyson in the best shape he could be in right um you know i'm talking about the original coach i don't know who he's working with now but you know there's a lot of people like football coaches they have the most athletic players, the best players, but they themselves couldn't necessarily be out there with those players. Exactly. But they know how to. So I'm just kind of like, I think I could do that. And, yeah. you know, I'm cause especially because my clientele would not necessarily be. This is not the whole episode, guys. Sorry. My clientele <laughs> would not necessarily be the fittest, chiseled, most, you know, amazing people. It would be everyday people who just want to be able to function. They want. Right their body did not hurt when they go for a one mile walk. They want to be able to go up the stairs without feeling knee pains and back pains and, you know, little basic things that we lose when we sit at a desk all day. So yeah, that's a venture that I I think I might want to go on. Yeah. I always say just go for it. It doesn't matter how quote unquote crazy it may seem or, you know, an idea may seem or whatever, just do it and see yeah. what happens we'll see, we'll see. <laughs> so anywho what's going on with you well nothing is going on with me however i do want to talk about something in the news right now i'm sure everyone knows about what's going on in nigeria and <laughs> i will correct that not everyone this is america and they're very self-centered that is very so, true yeah. yeah because i recently found out about it and it has been going on yeah so back to nigeria if you don't know please inform yourself yeah definitely you know just google what is going on in nigeria Mm -hmm. but i will give you a very quick rundown um so basically protests initially started against a police group um named sars and they are basically they were there to protect its citizens and um against violence in the community or whatever so i have to say allegedly so allegedly there has been harassment coming from this unit and it blew up because of a video did you watch that video no yeah i i didn't watch it i just don't like watching certain things um but it blew up from this video of somebody who is a part of that unit shooting a citizen and people have been complaining about this specific unit for a while but that video just really sparked everyone to be like okay enough already so um that is all of why all of the protesting started um, not only in Nigeria, but also a lot of Nigerian communities mm-hmm. across the world. And then on social media, I'm sure you've seen. And if you have not, there's a lot, the hashtag and SARS. So that is what that's about. Okay. So moving on to the recent, um, I think it was this week, the president has agreed to get rid of SARS. So now they have a new unit called SWAT and supposedly people who were a part of SARS cannot be in the new unit okay but we all know how that's probably going to go yeah. <laughs> you know <laughs> if it's anything like america we know how that's gonna go yeah. some of them are going to make it in make mm-hmm. it in um so now people even though the president did say they're you know they're going to end the sars unit 
people are still protesting because they want genuine change, mm-hmm. um, you know, in the country. And I was like, wow, America is not the only country that has, like, obviously I know other countries have issues, but I'm just like, this is like, this is some bullshit on humanity. Like, (laughs) well, well, for me, I Mm -hmm. mean, you have a lot more detail than I had. The report I heard was, um, it was either, it was earlier this week or the end of last week Mm -hmm. that the protesters were out there. And what really exploded this and made it even a bigger issue is they're out there protesting the abuse of of the law enforcement. Mm-hmm. And they were sitting there. Um, they had a curfew that was supposed yeah. to be oh, at I four o'clock. That. Yeah. The people were complaining in the afternoon. afternoon, People were complaining because they're like, we got to get home from work and stuff. So they pushed the curfew back to nine o'clock. Right. Around seven o'clock a unit who happened to be located in that area, their command post, mm-hmm. I guess there were lines that were cr- miscrossed or whatever. They went out, saw the protesters sitting out there, even though it wasn't technically the curfew time. Right. And, and at open some fire. point open fire. Um, and <sighs> it was, and the police, I mean, not the police, but the law enforcement military, they were actually denying it and saying they weren't there and that they weren't the ones shooting, but people who survived had actual video. Right that they released on Thank social God media for, um phone cameras yeah so that's the only reason that you can see that it's the military that opened fire on these people who were just sitting on the yeah. floor um i didn't watch the entire i didn't watch the video but like i listened to right commentary yeah about it. I, I listened so, to a bunch of different news yeah outlets so and this is just what i remembered yes so it's just like protesting police abuse they get abused by the police yeah so, and this was in Lagos, the specific recent shooting okay. um, was in Lagos. So Yeah, these protests are still going on and they're going after like the police built like buildings and all of that. And I'm like, yeah, which <laughs> is, you know, going to have the law enforcement say, see, this is why we need right. to be able to use force because look, they're attacking us first, but it's like, uh, them burning a building should not justify you taking their lives. Right. Like maybe if people were just saying, Oh, I got a broken leg is one thing, but I am dead because I burnt property mm-hmm. kind of reinforces the fact that they're like, we are protesting you being able to kill us for arbitrary things. Mm-hmm. Like, exactly. Yeah. Moving on to this week's topic. This week we topic. are going to discuss um, basically just comparing your life to other people or, um, and also comparing your life right now currently how it is to what you dreamed you know it would be or mm-hmm. you know sometimes we have those daydreams of oh if only my life was like this <laughs> yes yes if only I could stop eating lasagna and pizza and I could be a skinny mini oh you're really going through it huh your yeah. personal training thing first I mean if <laughs> only I could have equality I wouldn't need a protest <laughs> today's theme is running through everything I know you guys notice sometimes it feels random but today's theme is pervasive <laughs> yeah so how do you feel about that you compare yourself to other people oh my gosh all the time oh. I've gotten better like just straight up I do it so much um I've gotten better because I realized it just was not healthy for me absolutely not healthy. and 
you you do it so much you'll compare yourself to people and there are things that I learned that we'll go into in a little bit but there are things that I learned that helped me be like okay it makes no sense for me to compare myself to others um I have to live in the now and just be happy with where I'm at at this moment Mm -hmm. um of course I'm still a work in progress there are times where I still will compare myself but overall um I just I was becoming such a miserable person because of it it will so especially with the uh social media where you can literally compare yourself to to people who have no similarities to what you are going through or have been through right yeah so we'll start with like social media comparing ourselves on social media is that something you do no (laughs) okay so on my side of the world oh when i was younger Mm -hmm. you know not that i'm that old old. (laughs) but um when i was young i i honestly i have an old soul but Mm -hmm. yeah when i was younger um I was tempted and I did do a lot of comparing to other people. Like, why can't I have that? Why can't I be like that? Like you'll see them on social media and then. I mean, I didn't have that much social media. Remember the old chick? Okay. Yes. High school, college. But when I, when that stuff did come up, MySpace. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, MySpace RIP. I I miss MySpace. Um, I did somewhat get sucked into the, oh my gosh, they look like they're having an amazing time. Mm -hmm. And like why can't I like how did they get there right even Facebook like right right you see people from high school and you're like you know they're living they're taking pictures of their mansions and they're like seven children and right they're like oh my gosh I stay at home and my husband doesn't work either we're just rich it's amazing like yeah <laughs> and you're just hard. like what is happening how did this happen totally I I was better than you in high school right. or I was worse than you in high school but how did you get so That's much probably better the than thing me? that hurts most when it's people you know and you know how they were in high school or yeah. college and you're like how did you end up there and I yeah. ended up here? It's really sucky to say like, like I was better than you in high school, <laughs> but that's how people feel. Yeah, They're like, course. oh, you were such a whatever. Yeah. And I was such a whatever, you know, that type of a thing. Yeah. And so like I did fall into it. Okay. A little bit. Yeah. Um, But because I've kind of always been a loner, I had to snap myself out of it because of what you said. Like I felt the depression of, my life is not good enough. Mm-hmm. And so like, I didn't go to my high school reunion because I was just like, I am so unhappy with myself. How can I go and like face these people? And also with high school reunions, side note, I feel like they just no longer should be a thing because I'm like, <laughs> even though I haven't spoken to you in seven years, I see that you had three kids. You just went to New Jersey with your aunt. Like I see everything no, going some on because people of really social like media. To talk to people. Why? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Anywho, but my experience. So yeah, mm-hmm. I, I um I didn't want to do it because I just wasn't proud of where my life was. I was right. like, I'm too normal. And the few people who I do follow seem so amazing. Right. And then when that happened, like that was my holy crap moment mm-hmm. where I was just like, this is stupid. Got like it. you've been on different roads, different paths. How can you think that your life isn't as amazing as someone else's when it's your life? Right. You know? Right. And so like when Instagram and stuff, became the thing and snapchat like i Mm -hmm. was already over that phase in life 
where I cared about what other people were doing because they even sitting and watching them didn't make my life better. Got it. I understand. I like how you said um, you had your holy crap moment. Yeah. Um, basically for me, I haven't necessarily gotten that holy crap moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, you know, I look on Instagram, not really Facebook, Facebook, um, I don't really pay attention to, um, but mostly on Instagram and yep. YouTube. Those are my two biggest social media platforms that I use. Okay. So I would sit there and, you know, scroll and I would like, gosh, they're going to on another vacation. Like they just mm. got back from France and now they're going wherever. And I'm like, oh, and they're staying at the Ritz Carlton. Like, oh, I wonder what they, you know, what yeah. her husband does or what her wife does or whatever. Um, you know, I would look at people just traveling because that's something I love doing and wish yes. I could do more of yes and I'd be like gosh how do they get so much time off from work like <laughs> you know like that would be such a hard thing especially when with my job I am not the happiest yeah so seeing that Need it's like escape. gosh like I wish I could be able to be there, you know, to or whatever. They look like they're having a blast. And then on Instagram story, I would see, you know, the partying or this is when I was still into partying, but I would see the partying or then, you know, I would just see all these fabulous shots at, you know, all these travel places, which I must say, it's funny with traveling because people have complained that it's like, you see this picture and this person <laughs> recreate in, it. Yeah. You can't recreate <laughs> it. And you're like, but where did you go? Like I'm in the same exact place. And this does not look like your picture. Photoshop. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, Ooh, Photoshop and a lot of saturation. Like, <laughs> you know, so it, it was just all of that. And then I would see that on YouTube, um, I'd be like, gosh, these people have such a perfect life, you know, mm, um, the YouTube, uh, just the influencers yeah just a lot of influencers so it went from being from people who I know to then me comparing my life to people who are influencers um and it really it got very bad when I no matter what I did I was not satisfied Mm. in my life and that is something that people really need to be careful of because if you throw yourself into that world where you just keep comparing and comparing your life you will not be satisfied with what you have in front of you yes yes so I wouldn't say that I've had my holy crap moment like this I need to live in the moment I have not had that however I've definitely gotten a lot better just when I realized my mental health was not good at all and I found myself to be very depressed a lot Mm -hmm. um and also (laughs) the real moment for me was when someone I know they look like they were having a blast on their vacation and I was talking to them I was like oh my gosh like you know when they came back or during the vacation you were talking to them no when they came back I was like oh my gosh you look like you had such a good time and they were like girl I was miserable I was like what (laughs) I was like wait a minute you were like 
you were literally miserable because I just saw like 10 photos you posted where like you had a bottle of champagne, you had like basically <laughs> confetti around you, like you were on like a rooftop, you were like in the middle of the ocean, like you're telling me you were miserable? And she was like, yeah, I, you know, yeah, those were like little moments, but I was just like, I had to capture this for the gram. So people have now just made it where when they go out or do something, they have to capture this one tiny yep. moment for the gram. Yep. And the rest of their vacation or the rest of their time, wherever they're at is miserable. I'm guilty of that. Of um, capturing that one moment. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Been on a trip, got into an argument but like the location was just gorgeous you suck it up and you smile like you're just like got so it happy. got it and then after got you're it. like don't touch me yeah mm. yeah <laughs> you yeah. better stay on your side of the blanket <laughs> yeah totally get it yeah no i i totally understand that um but then i was just like wow where you know i generally have a very good time oh, on yeah. my vacations and all this stuff and i may only get one or two photos but i at least have a good time oh and yeah, I'm just yeah, like, yeah you know what not the opposite exactly but so I'm... I'm like you know what it's not that these people are faking it oh yeah like <laughs> oh yeah so that was my moment you know with comparing myself to people on instagram i was like all right you know what i'm good yeah i've, I've still seen me every once in a while but I've seen that also with friends. Um, I don't know where in my shift of life I was, mm -hmm. but I do remember a few moments where I was just like, oh my gosh, that looked like such a great party or whatever mm -hmm. it is. And it was just, they were like, no, it sucked. Actually, I've experienced that. I've been at a party right? taking amazing pictures. Uh -huh. I won't put people's name out there in case they listen, but right. you know, I've been to a party. Yeah. yeah yes. Yeah. <laughs> and just like the pictures look fire like outfit was yeah. on point everything looks so good like having a drink pictures. up yeah and like, like in the mid, know, mid dancing just, exactly like. <laughs> and then yet it was a cluster mess like oh my gosh it was just a horrible night i wish i looked so hot yeah. but i wish <laughs> that i stayed home that night because it was just horrible but the pictures that came out yeah. made it look fire. like you know I was just like a celebrity and I was with my girls and we were celebrities yeah. living up the life. It was not that experience it's, whatsoever. It's so crazy what we do as a society to almost fake a life on almost fake? social media. Absolutely fake. Uh, yeah, absolutely fake <laughs> like a life you have on to social look media. Like everything is perfect and amazing. Right. And I mean, it's oh, like, I'm so in love with whoever it is and then we break up a yeah, minute later that was going to be my next thing comparing relationships oh yeah um that was something i definitely also was doing because i would be like oh like you know looks how look how he treats her and like oh look at the surprises that she does for her girlfriend or you know i would just look at all of these different things and i'd be like damn like i want that like mm -hmm. that's what i want and if you, again, if you keep looking at that, you're going to find yourself not being satisfied with what is in front of oh, you. Yeah. And you have to come out of it oh, yeah. and look at all of the pros in your relationship, because I guarantee you, you would be much happier in your relationship um, if you didn't have these people 
that oh, you're yeah. trying to compare to. And these people, again, they're probably just putting on a show. Yeah, and some of them aren't even happy in their relationship. Right. Like, I know for a fact I have a friend, well, former friend, mm-hmm. who would always put up about how great her spouse treats her and how amazing their life is. Yeah. And I know for a fact it's constantly not. being cheated on, constantly being unhappy, oh constantly having the back and forth, kicking people out, right. having people come back three right. weeks later. Where have you been following to see if you're going cheating or if you're but actually going to work? To, none, none of, of that, that makes it to made social it to media. Social media. <laughs> Like none of that, yeah. none of the, yo, you want to go ride and mm-hmm. see if he's at such and such house. Mm-hmm. None of that. But you saw the, oh, look, he bought me flowers. Yeah. 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 I mean, that has gotten me in trouble in relationships because I would be the person who posted unhappy things. Like not specifically like right. my spouse did this thing to me. My significant other did this thing to mm-hmm. me, but just like F you life people break your heart all the time yeah and then you hear oh why do you have to put unhappy things on social media i said because it's my real life yeah i think there's a fine line with don't don't pretend like don't be fake happy yeah um but also don't like put all your business on blast i will say though there are people who it's like they would look so happy and they would post about every little tiny thing and all of a sudden you no longer see pictures of them and their spouse and they'll be like oh we broke up and i'm like dude you had me involved in your relationship <laughs> like this whole time. I need to see what happened now with why you guys broke up. Yeah. So I it's mean, like if you're putting all of that out there, then, you know, do it with your whole chest and put all the negative out there too. <laughs> like, well, and I'm not even saying put all your business out there, but it's like it's social media. Do. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying like it's some it's social media. So like if I put today's a crappy day, mm-hmm. I should be able to do that. People get people get pissed. If you put on your social media that you had a bad day. Yeah. And they're like, you know, if you do that, maybe the one day you'll get, oh my gosh, are you okay? But if you do that like three, four, five days in a row, then you become the whiny person because social right. media is supposed to be there for everything to be perfect. Okay. So how dare you say that life is like, oh, perfect? there goes that depressed person again. Exactly. And it's like, it's not even about being depressed. Yeah. It's about being real. Just be real. Yeah, definitely. You just have to be real. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, with with YouTube, what you said before, mm-hmm. I haven't actually. It's also because of the things I follow on YouTube. I follow martial artists on YouTube, oh, no. and I don't really follow like daily life stuff. So yeah. I mean, yes, I will look, and I'm jealous because they could kick and put their foot over their head and hit the ball and make it fly off the thing. Right. I can't do that. Yeah. I don't imagine I'm going to be able to do that. So I haven't been jealous of that. <laughs> So I think it's like what you expose yourself to. Of course. I, um, I, th- that's my fault because I do expose myself to yeah. all of those things. You're like, like, ooh, Damn. let me look up this person who makes a million dollars a year exactly. and can afford a million dollar condo. Exactly. And then I'm going to get mad because I don't make a million a year. Yeah. So that's another thing. Um, people's salary. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, you don't know what everyone makes, but you can kind of assume whether somebody's comfortable or not comfortable based on what they do or um like what they post on social media but again it could be fake and all mm-hmm. of that so that's something else where people not necessarily that I compare on social media but compare in my real life I will look at the age I am right now and see or hear you know how much 
my friends are making. Mm -hmm. And that is something that I do struggle with a lot. Um, If most of my friends are making much more than I am, I'm like, I'm doing something wrong. Like what's happening? So I compare myself a lot with how much money I make compared to how much money my friends make. And it's not necessarily that if my friends made less than me, I'd be like, okay, like, thank goodness. But there is a little selfish part where it's kind of like, okay, like, I I don't feel that bad or whatever, where when most of them are making more, it's like, you kind of feel a little crappy about yourself because you're like, I should be making that much too. Like, we're all the same age. Why am I not making that much? Yeah can't help it well you know something that is going through all of this with you know seeing what people are doing mm-hmm. you know guesstimating how much they're making well, seeing I'm their doing relationships more on on knowing how much like people i know in real life and us discussing how much we make okay well yeah that kind of stuff mm-hmm. um it's interesting because when we look at people and say well, we're similar age, so we should have these similar experiences. Mm-hmm. And yet, that's just not how life is, yeah. you know. And yeah. so, you're not dating whoever they're dating, right. regardless of we're gonna we're gonna bypass the part that they could be faking, right? We're gonna just say real life. This is real life. Okay, so this is real life. You know what's going on, mm-hmm. you know, and it's not this perfect picture you're comparing to. You still have to think when you're out there on the other side, cause we've said what we do now, right. let's say what we can do to make it better. And something that is important is, is realizing that, you know, you mentioned earlier, you won't appreciate what you have if you're too busy looking at what someone else has. Mm-hmm. So to put that in perspective, if you have a can of Pepsi mm-hmm. and another person has a can of Coke, mm-hmm. And you're sitting there going, man, I wonder how bubbly that Coke tastes. Man, I wonder how cold that Coke is. And you've neglected to even taste your Pepsi. You could have been, you know, you could have had that that sweetness. You could have had that refreshing, right. whatever it is. Yeah. But you're sitting here thirsty, right, literally, right. <laughs> looking at whatever that other person mm-hmm. has. And for all you know, what if you both have cans of Coke in flavor-wise? Okay. But you're like, oh, theirs looks so good. You've never looked down to see that you have a Coke and you just imagine that it's Pepsi. For people who don't like Pepsi, we're not saying Pepsi's bad. I like Pepsi. She likes Coke. So I'm using these too. (laughs) But yeah, if you're so busy looking at that other can of beverage, you never look down to see, wait a minute, I have the same thing. Mm -hmm. Oh, holy cow. You know what I mean? So there's like, that whole grass is greener. If you're busy staring at the other grass, you never water your own. Like all these kind of sayings that we have in society right. that it, it's actually true. And and if that person does have something better than you, who's to say you wouldn't squander it? Because right. that happens sometimes where, you know, people are like, oh my gosh, your relationship is perfect. I wish I had your person. Mm-hmm. But you as an individual are not ready for that person. You couldn't actually deal with that person. Right. Like, for example, my sister and uh, my brother-in-law are so happy together. Right. They have that marriage, like they're high school sweethearts, like two kids, 
perfect. I think it's effortless right. in the sense of looking out. You've been together since high school. I don't ever see them arguing. Like, it just seems amazing. Right. Like that that love that you see in fairy tales. Especially being together since high school. Since high school, <laughs> yes. And it's, so it's that love of. that you see in fairy tales. Right. However, when I really stop to listen to my sister, mm-hmm. instead of just envying that she's married with two kids and right. has a house and all this stuff, I'm like, I could never be with her husband. Yeah. <laughs> ever. Like yeah. the things it's like they're perfect for each for other. For each other, yeah. but not for like right. obviously I don't want him, but of I'm just course. saying like of course. someone like him. Right. And there's right. nothing wrong with him. He's a great guy. Of course. But the little but things But you just know how you are. I could never. Yeah. And so it's really interesting when you think of that and if you know, when people envy the results mm-hmm. of the lifestyle, but you know, for example, when I think of people who are rich. Mm-hmm. And some of them to get rich, they had to sacrifice everything. Of course. Um, they they don't really spend time with their spouse or their kids because they're working, busting their butt um, to, to make these deals to get this amount of wealth. I don't mean independently rich, like got money from daddy. I mean, people right. who have startup companies, stuff like that. They're like, oh yeah, I work seven days a week all this kind of stuff, you know, I'm taking calls at midnight because my investors are in China, all this stuff. I'm not doing that. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's just certain things people are willing to do to get to the next level. And I'm not doing that. Yeah, I'll be jealous and I'll be like, Oh my gosh, that house. But to keep that house, I wouldn't do the work to keep that house. Right. Right. So it's like those kinds of things that, you know, especially with my, uh, holy crap moment Mm -hmm. that I started looking at those details because I was so envious that I was like okay you know what here's my new plan I'm gonna get what they have what did they do when I found out what they did I'm not gonna do it of course yeah (laughs) just not you know no I'm not willing to sacrifice (laughs) this thing exactly so even things like YouTube where you say you know um we've delved into that and you much more than me and mm-hmm. your editing skills with YouTube. Anybody want to hire an editor? She's available, but um, <laughs> no. she's amazing. And yet you're like, man, this is a lot of work, like mm-hmm. creating content, thinking of all this stuff. And so you look at YouTubers and you're just like, oh, I could record for a living. There's a lot of work they put into that. Yeah. There's definitely a lot of work that goes into it. And I just have to remember that everybody started somewhere because mm-hmm. I'm like, this is a lot of work with, my already like daytime job that takes every ounce of my soul yeah so and they did it to get there you right know? um i like i follow a, quite a few podcasts that started off as they worked full-time and did their podcasts and you know they talk about being mm-hmm. exhausted and took about three years and that's like consistent yeah for the few that i've and started that's from hard the to be consistent because mm-hmm. you know you're doing stuff and it's taking all this time and then it's like well, I only got five views. I only got 10 downloads. I only got, you know, it's hard to stay motivated Mm -hmm. when that's why it's like also important not to pay attention to those numbers. But sometimes those numbers will happen to slip up in front of your eyes. And then it's kind of like, well, damn, like, do I really like (laughs) this is taking so much of my time. But then you have to think like people, some people are lucky and they get to where they're at because of pure luck i that's just what i believe timing and you know 
they yeah it's it just seems pure luck, luck because they just happen to be there in that perfect moment right everything exactly. aligned yeah and other people you know like you said it takes years for them to get to where they're at so i have to stop looking at their results of whatever it is that i'm looking at and think take a step back and just think like well, I don't know what they did to get there, whether, yeah. you know, no matter what it is, even a house, I have never purchased a house before. Um, of course, my mother makes sure to remind me of that quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, um, and that's one thing, you know, it's almost a comparison, like your sisters, you know, bought houses at whatever age and you still have not and you're just wasting your money away. So that can be difficult because then it's like, well, damn, like I should have bought a house already, but I just have not. So, But then for you specifically, I think it's funny because you just mentioned wanting the million dollar stuff. If you would, do you think if you would bring your desire of like, okay, I want a million dollar house. So none of these houses are good enough. If you brought your expectations down, would you have been able to buy a house at your current level or you're just like no I want more yeah I definitely am someone who is like I have high (laughs) expectations and I am very high maintenance um I definitely because you're a realist and you've had to knock me down a few times and be like uh girl listen (laughs) (laughs) you know so and I need people like that in my life um and it can be hard to you know humble yourself and be like okay in all reality you you're not there you can't get that thing and then I will be like then I'm not settling for this because this is not what I want I want the five bedroom man gated community with the patrol car rolling around on the private island like that is what I want yeah and it's so you get nothing it's like ma'am you can't even afford the HOA each month here (laughs) you know yeah so yeah so then i end up just with nothing and then it leads me into this depressing yeah cycle so i've i've come a long way from that where it's like this is what i want but in all reality i can't have that right now um and i'm still i'm still working on it but yeah it's hard i mean for the audience who's out there listening and you're currently in that struggle me having come out of it to a a larger extent every once in a while I fall into it something I suggest that you do is baby steps and a lot of times we forget and we want this all or nothing society Mm -hmm. and like you said you know people don't show the full journey they'll just show the end result and so you might want the five bedroom mansion. All right. you can afford now is the two bedroom townhouse. You buy the two bedroom townhouse right. in, you know, three to five years, you sell the two bedroom townhouse that has now gone up in value to maybe get a four bedroom um, standalone right. house. But I'm then someone who sell likes that. immediate results. I understand that. immediate satisfaction. Which is something that with time, you're going to have to get over because, you know, like most people, like you're wasting time now. Of course hoping and wishing for the five bedroom man gated mm-hmm. when you could have spent, you know, the last eight years building up to the of five course. bedroom man gated. Yeah. So even with that, sometimes people are like, I want this expensive car. 
it makes no sense. It's a label that you see on it that you're going to run into the ground mm-hmm. and you literally cannot sell it for more than what you drove off the lot for it. But I also think people should get what makes them happy. And if that's something well, that would make them happy. Yes. However, people tend to want everything. Mm-hmm. So you can afford a Maserati six figures or you can get a Honda and take that Maserati money and buy a house. But people won't think that. And they'll be like, but I want a house and a Maserati. But your bank account doesn't say you can get both. Right, right. (laughs) And so you have to pick one. Yeah. And so same thing, you know, like a lot of times people are like, I want this big fancy car and I can afford those payments. But now I'm stuck in an apartment and I'm mad at the world. Mm Mm-hmm okay well you made that choice and then you go on social media and then you see somebody who has the nice car and they just closed on a house and you're like well there they go and then you go (laughs) oh wait they claim they closed on the house they're really renting it and they lease that car so (laughs) i literally they're um like I listened to this podcast about scams. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really good. Scam goddess shout out. The entire podcast is about people who dupe people. And right. she's talked about like there are people who, you know, have stories of people who are like on social media talking about their famous rappers, right. you know, platinum selling rappers. You've never heard of them. They have people giving them money left and right. Cause they think they're famous and like, Oh, you can have this car to put in your music video and da da da. Little did they know person had nothing yeah nothing yeah yeah i do know that happens and so it's like if you want to live that life you can live that life without actually having anything but you won't be fulfilled that's true and so if you look at what you have right in front of you it doesn't mean settle and that's why i think a lot of especially a lot of young people nowadays believe that the idea of being happy with what you have equals settling and that you won't oh my goodness, achieve yeah. more and you won't want <laughs> more. I'm like, I'm not going to settle. <laughs> it's not settling. Right. It is literally um, achieving your goals in incremental steps. Mm-hmm. So I can't afford an Apple computer. I might need to work on this Microsoft computer while I save up for my Apple computer, but I need to be able to do my job so I can afford the Apple. Right. Right. If I turn on and say, nope, I'm not spending any money until I get Apple. Guess what? I now lose my job and I can't afford the Apple computer anyways. I also want to talk about not just comparing ourselves, you know, in the way we've been talking about, but also people compare themselves with each other where I might say, oh, you know, I, oh, I woke up at seven today and I didn't really get a good night's sleep and I worked all day. It's five o'clock now and I'm so tired. And then the next person is going to say, oh, well, I don't know why you're tired. I woke up at six o'clock and I had to take my kid to school. And it's like always trying to one up Mm -hmm, with mm -hmm. why your reasoning for being tired is not valid. (laughs) And that that's like, okay, everybody is entitled to feel how they want to feel oh yeah it's as simple as that but we do so much like I personally do not do that because I I do know that it doesn't matter whether you have kids or whether you have parents to take care of or whatever the case is if you're tired you're tired it's as simple as that and people love to compare how tired they are or you know how stressed they are to other people who are you know, saying that they're stressed as well. 
And it's like, well, I don't know why they're stressed. You know, I have such A, B, and C going on. Yeah, I think with that, it's like the way people say it. Mm Because you can vent to your friends. Like, you know, you talk to me and you'll be like, I'm so stressed, Mm da-da-da, work, whatever. And I'm dealing with a different type of thing. But when I come and try to, like, invalidate, like, oh, you think that's exhausting. Oh, yeah, so no. let me tell you about this. I just don't keep people this. like that around because yeah. I don't have time for it. I'm like, that's no. when you make it wrong. You can go, I totally get what you mean because I'm feeling this as well because mm-hmm. of whatever. That's different. Like, that's two friends venting. Right. It's very different than, oh, I don't see why you are whatever, whatever. Yeah, exactly. I'm guilty of comparing myself to my prior self or my future self in the sense of, my dog passed away mm-hmm. earlier this year. She was so needy because she was sick. Right. And I was getting up at like six thirty, seven, having to walk her, feed her, do all this stuff, come home, walk her like four times a day, right. drive from work to walk her at lunch. Like I was always on the go mm-hmm. to do this stuff with this dog. Now she's passed away. I can't get up with my alarm at seven yeah. o'clock in the yeah. morning. I'm struggling. (laughs) I'm sitting here like I don't even have to walk a dog four times a day. And I'm sitting here like I'm so tired. (laughs) I can't do anything. Right. And I look back and I'm like, but I used to be able to do all this stuff when she was around. So I should be exercising. I should be writing a book. Yeah. I should have filmed a movie. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I should have done all these things. I should have done all these things because Uh... I literally gained at least two hours to four between two and four hours a day depending on if I had to come home and walk Mm -hmm. her at lunch and all this stuff. And yet I don't know where that time went. I could not drag myself out of bed if I tried. But when she was alive and she would, if it was five o'clock in the morning, I was up alert walking her outside. And so I'm sitting here like, who are you? Why can't I be this amazing person? I mean, now your time is just filled with sleep or laying in bed whatever you need to do i don't even know i wish i could track it because i don't know where it's going i don't feel rested (laughs) me with my money i don't know where it's going (laughs) oh goodness so to wrap this week's topic up how do you do you compare your life now with how you thought it would be or how how it is in your like fantasy world or whatever the case is like do you compare yourself with yourself oh my life right now is a work in progress yeah I don't want to say that I compare it to anything but it is definitely not where I want it to be but I am grateful each day for what I have which sounds very cliche but it's like actually the truth it's like I'm not at all happy right in the sense of I have arrived this is everything I've wanted But I recognize that while I strive for what I do want, I can appreciate the people and the things that I currently have. And so that's the only thing that really keeps me sane. Okay. Because if I only focused on what I want my life to be, Mm -hmm. I would be miserable right now because I have very high expectations. Got it. Um, Yeah, she gave you guys the very sweet answer that (laughs) most of you should go with. Um, How about yourself? I am going to give you my raw and just not so positive answer. Um, Hell no, my life is not where I hope it would be, where I thought it would be. I am living in my fantasy world most of the day. Like, I am just physically at my desk at work um but I am like living in my happy fantasy land um 
I thought by now, oh my gosh, I would be a stay-at-home mom with probably on my fourth kid by now. And I have my Range Rover parked outside my beautiful big two-story house. And I'd be doing a lot of charity events as all those rich women do um (laughs) you know to make themselves basically feel better for spending their husband's or wife's money but that's where I thought I would be and I'm not and of course it makes me sad especially when I'm having a rough day at work it makes me very very sad with where my life is right now but I know I will get to where I want to get to And until I get there, mark my word, come check my Instagram in like three or four years. And (laughs) I promise you it will not be fake. It will be real. (laughs) And I will be living my dream life. I'm going to put it out there to the universe. Um, But yeah, I'm just not happy with where I'm at. But we're going to have to do an episode on um, material like external versus internal joy because I noticed a lot of the things that you just listed mm-hmm. all external you didn't talk about any of your internal happy like- yeah I you know what <laughs> to be honest I tried to, like I was like you know what I let me try and be internally happy you know I am grateful for what I ha- I tried all of that stuff it, it no which no. is yeah I mean um that's funny. I'm not saying that materialistic things will make me happy. What I am saying is, no, that's what you desire in life. Yeah, yeah. That's no, just, no. I'm not yeah. saying anything is wrong with that. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying it's very interesting because you would never think that I was that person. Like I was extremely. I can't say enough of how cheap I am, but <laughs> I was the person who I expected. I didn't want four kids. I wanted two. Mm-hmm. I expected by a certain age I would have this perfect power spouse Mm -hmm. this you know these perfect two children this mansion house when I realized how much electricity and water cost I I dropped that quickly yeah (laughs) and property taxes like these you know like my practicality um made me go wait a minute all of these things that I am desiring do I actually want to do because like for you I think it's hilarious well you want to do the stay-at-home wife thing because I was going to say if your electricity bill was a thousand dollars a month and you had to write that check or send that money would you be like I don't know I I don't need to see any bills or anything as long as electricity (laughs) stays on I literally do not care so yeah that kind of stuff was always like um so I I hear you Mm -hmm. I understand you I am not invalidating it. I am just saying that's very interesting to hear you saying Mm -hmm. that that stuff would make you happy. And then just remember um, the person I used to be when I was. That's why I get very irritated when people are like, money does not buy you happiness. I'm like, shut the hell up. Yes, you just don't have enough money. Yeah, I'm like, shut (laughs) up. That's why I love that thing where it's like, you know, I'll just be sad in a mansion. Like, I don't just leave me alone. Yeah, no. So we're going to definitely have that whole internal spiritual episode. Because All right. I'll have to be ready for that. I'll have a bottle of wine. I mean, it episode. might not work for you. It doesn't have to work <laughs> for everybody. Sure it, <laughs> it doesn't work for everybody. Now, Bible breakdown. Yes. Bible breakdown. 
which is kind of funny because in the Bible, we talk about the, the Bible breakdown is going to talk about comparing things and money. Well, not- <laughs> I mean, not necessarily. <laughs> Anywho. All right. So this week, Genesis 14. Now we have Abram. We have Lot. They're out there living their lives and a war breaks out in the region where they live and it's one king versus well one group of kings there's like four of them um and versus the other group of kings so we're gonna say team one there's babylonia and some other people and then we have team two sodom gomorrah and some other people and this war was happening for a while and team one of the kings pretty much kicked team two's butt and they kicked them out of the region and they took all their stuff. And so when they did that, they happened to take Lot because Lot was living in Sodom, which we mentioned some last week. Right. And so Sodom was on the losing team. And so they took him and Abram was like, whoa, 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 whoa. I was minding my own business and you took my nephew. So we have beef. So Abram was powerful. He got his people. He rounded up the posse and they went to team one and they were like, this isn't going to happen. So they kicked their butts and they took lot back and they took all the stuff and including the women that, you know, cause back in the day when they plundered, they took all your women and all your money and bounced. So Abram took all the stuff back and he, uh, said, you know, here a lot, take what you want. And Sodom and all the, you know, Sodom was like, oh my gosh, thank you so much for everything. You know, keep all the gold you want, whatever. Just give us back our women. And Abram was like, actually, I'm going to give you everything other than what my soldiers needed to eat. You can take all your possessions. Cause remember back in the day, cattle and all that kind of stuff, it wasn't just gold and dollar bills. It was like cattle and yeah. that stuff. That you know, like trade out or whatever. exactly like all that yeah. was a part of possession. So he was like, other than what my soldiers needed to eat and survive, you take all your stuff back because I don't want you turning around saying that you made me rich. And so they were like, cool, that works. And a priest from them, you know, gave a blessing to Abram and you know, basically recognized and said it was because of God, why you were able to defeat this mighty King and blessings to you and blah, blah, blah. blah. So one, I would like to say that along with the theme of today, this war was basically people saying, I want what you have and I'm gonna take. And so they did that. And then here comes Abram who's happy with his life. He found his joy and he was just living mind his business, but then he had to take care of his nephew. And so when he did go get all this extra stuff, he was like, you know what? I don't need this to make me happy. You take your stuff back and you go do you and I'm gonna come do me. I just need my nephew back. And so it's kind of the same thing in your life. When you're out here looking at other people's stuff and you want to come rob them and take their stuff, don't do that. Uh, no, <laughs> absolutely not. Well, not literally rob that, but when you, when you have that green eye where you're mm-hmm. envious and so it makes you unhappy. So when you're paying attention to what other people have, you're robbing yourself of your joy and which is why I'm miserable. <laughs> so don't rob yourself of your joy. <laughs> Instead, be happy with what you have Yeah, and 
you can strive for more, you know? Uh, but I was trying to tie all that together. I could tie all that together. I really find it interesting in the general sense that Sodom and Gomorrah got their butt kicked by this other group and God could have just left it like that. But of all the people for these other Kings to steal, they steal the one person that would make Abram get involved. And so that I find that to be very interesting. And like I said, we'll come back because obvious, this is not God destroying Sodom and Gomorrah yet. This is just life destroying Sodom and Gomorrah and them being acquainted with Abram and Lot and getting their stuff back. So I can't wait to see how they're singing against God because the last chapter, it mentioned specifically that these people were singing against God. And yet it seems that God, for some reason, granted them this reprieve because he could have taken all their stuff and left it as is. And Abram could have just went, took Lot and left all their stuff with the other people. But instead, for some reason, he, they get all their stuff back and they still angry, anger God, you know. So it's going to be interesting to get into that. So, yeah, that was the end of that one, that Bible breakdown, gang, gang fighting and whatnot. Good job. I felt like I was j the student just listening to her teacher with that one. That one, I just I, I couldn't I, I, don't, I had to listen to you break that one down yeah it's a lot of names when you go to read it sorry yeah, to warn you yeah it's a lot, a lot of, of names, king like, nope, this and king that and thou art yeah. this king person so thanks for that breakdown yes okay and now on to the historical fact of the week so until the 18th century it was common practice to put animals on trial for crimes everything from theft to murder um and they were routinely sentenced to death yes that was great <laughs> when we were researching oh, that. Oh, why did I just get sad, though, thinking about, like, you know how there are, like, dogs on the streets and stuff, which I'm sure the dogs were just roaming free or whatever the case is. So I'm just thinking about a dog that's just really hungry. And Well, like, it, I mean, they were on trial, so they would have uh, eaten they can't a person. Speak for themselves. Well, when they went on trial, you know, it was... A legitimate trial like they had witnesses so they weren't put to death unless they like kill somebody so if a hungry pack of dogs oh, okay. attacked a person got it got it got it yeah now i wonder if the dogs stole bread would they like get put in prison for a few weeks because the main examples that i found um when you know we found this and mm -hmm. i started looking into it a little bit more was things like for example if the pig if a hog killed someone then they would have witnesses. Did you see the hog attack this person? Did they kill them? Yes. And then they would, you know, kill the hog as punishment once they were found guilty. Um, but they treated them like you would treat a person. So if the dog was just running around and had like stolen a slice of bread, would they then just like put him in jail for three days? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. I get it. They definitely like treated, they literally, the law said to treat them at the time like they were people and they had the same kind of intention as people interesting yeah so i mean nowadays we still put animals down if a dog kills a kid put they put down. them down right. but there's just no trial this yeah, literally no. had witnesses That's they had crazy. a judge that would never they fly had... nowadays <laughs> <laughs> 
like, we don't have time for this. Just put the dog. Do not down. have time. We do not have money. Did you see it? Did you yeah. get it on YouTube? Okay, it happened. Did you get it on your ring camera doorbell? No. Listen. All right. Cool. <laughs> Is there proof? Okay, yeah. we're gonna kill the dog. Yeah, There's blood done. on the dog mouth. Okay, we're gonna kill the yeah. dog. <laughs> so that's pretty much it. The things that we did in history just are so I silly know, sometimes compared to present day. <laughs> that's everything for this episode i just want to end it off just saying to make sure you go out and vote because this episode is going out the week before election day so there's a lot of early voting going on so oh, yeah make your voices heard people yeah just make sure you go out there i did hear, the lines are not very long everywhere so don't let that intimidate you but yeah you can find a short line yeah and don't think your vote doesn't count because it does it really does in early <laughs> voting just find a different location you don't have to go to your polling location just yeah. find any location so yeah go That's vote <laughs> bye bye you can find us on all the socials at Olaud Podcast, and you can email us at Olaud Podcast, that's O-H-L-A-W-D podcast at gmail.com music by rage and find us and rate us on itunes spotify and everywhere that you listen to podcasts thanks for listening bye bye peace